Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking our weekend review on W-A-Y-O-L-P freaking Rochester, also on Apple freaking podcast, freaking Spotify and freaking SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the Moss Man Lofton and with me as always to my freaking left is Sandy the Sandman Farkas and bringing up the rear we have Doug the Slug Jordan. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers and the freaking panel start your freaking engines, this is our weekend freaking review. <gasps> Oikers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, it has been one week since we last spoke. And geez Louise, down to my knees, if you could only see me now, a king, alone in his castle, tucked away. And the other side had caught me, Uyghurs and Tweakers, and they were torturing me and filling me with serums, making me impotent. But Uyghurs and Tweakers, I am back in hiding where no one can find me. And geez Louise, down on my knees, it feels so freaking good. And though I am a king alone in my castle, I do have a queen who came to rescue me, name is Andy Fargus, who can make all of the moves, diagonal, left, right, backwards, reverse. And my queen saved me, Sandy, God bless you. And goddamn. And waiting in the car, we had a pawn, name of Doug Jordan, sitting in his truck, just waiting, gassed up, ready to go to make my escape. And the reason I was able to make that mistake was because a brilliant knight named Atadia Risher had moved over to the side and up once, back over again, and shifted around in his way that he does and made cookies with poison in them, weakers and tweakers, and geez louise, down on my knees, they poisoned the faculty and staff at the group home where I was holed up, captured, tortured, and my winky winked and sponge bathed. So, I am back, but I am in hiding. So, geez louise, down on my knees, I am so grateful for what uh, Weakers and Tweakers I am referring to is the great escape that Sandy the Sandman freaking Farkas orchestrated last week for Weakers and Tweakers that did not list in. Geez louise, down on my knees, I was captured. And now I am free. And God bless you, Sandy, my queen. And Doug Jordan, my pawn, who though he cannot retreat and though he is not strong, he marches forward in the name of victory. And God bless you. And he sacrifices himself for me sometimes. And Doug, perhaps you could tell us all about that sacrifice, that great sacrifice that you made. Uh... Well, I wasn't really aware that you were going to... I thought I was just giving Sandy a ride. I, I didn't know I was... I'm kind of an accessory to the fact... That I would like to just also be known as maybe the bishop. You didn't really say anybody was the bishop, so I don't really like being referred to it as the pawn. Uh, even though now that I said that, I guess, you know, I am... I was the pawn because I was uh, used. So... Yeah, geez louise, down on my knees. Sandy the same man, Farkas, can tell you more details on The Great Escape. Sandy, please, and God bless uh, you. Thank you for the blessing. And how <clears throat> are you? Oh, I'm uh, It's a freaking Dickens. Um, 
man and I might have freaking mentioned I'm a little bit freaking drunk and might have, might have mentioned my freaking impotence is freaking gone as well. So thank freaking goodness. Uh, I'm back to freaking creating my own freaking serum, if you know what I mean. Uh, and I'm sorry, what was your other question? What was the great escape? Uh, but what do you mean by this? You create, you're back to creating your own serum. What is that? What, what does that mean? Um, well, uh, I mean, when a man uh, want, wants to do the thing that he does best when he's all by him, he's by his freaking lonesome, uh, he needs the body to 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 take him the first steps of the freaking way. Uh, and and what the body needs to do is 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 is, is create a freaking uh, a certain amount of freaking stiffness uh, in order to uh, do the do that thing. Uh, well, say what it is, freaking play with yourself. And then, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, you're able to freaking create serum that way, or sometimes um, freaking just freaking possibly freaking smoke uh, come out if you freaking play, if you freaking do it too much. Yeah. Did that answer your question? Am I allowed to freaking continue talking now without you interrupting, please? Yeah, I just was a little confused when you said you made your own serum. I was thinking well, if you would maybe like a lab coat or because you you're know. still freaking talking, and I could have sworn it was my freaking time. Well, you asked a question, Doug, and I was just Doug, responding Doug, to it. Sandy has the floor. Okay, I, I yield my time to you. Doug, shut the f- up, please. What was okay, the question? Yeah, I'm the, quiet now. Yeah. What the f***, Doug, please? I said, uh, yeah, and I'll be quiet now. I'm sorry. Okay, the great escape. Um, basically, uh, yeah, here, the, 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 what, what happened was, uh, I knew something needed to be freaking done, uh, and I talked to the, I, I you know, I, I called the most freaking reliable guy, I freaking know, freaking Teddy, freaking Richard, and I said, we need you to freaking whip up some freaking poison cookies, uh, if if you would, and he said, I've already got a freaking batch right freaking here. Uh, so I said that's great, uh, and then and then the next freaking piece of the puzzle, I needed to get someone who would who I knew would have no idea what I was freaking up to. Someone is so completely freaking unaware of his own freaking surroundings, uh, and that's freaking Doug freaking Doug Slorvin. Uh, and um, Doug basically was kind enough to freaking uh, give me a ride with a couple with some freaking sound equipment uh, and a freaking plate of freaking cookies, and I was able to despair. Uh, uh, freaking give those freaking cookies to the freaking employees at the freaking group home and make my freaking escape and uh, and Doug was a little freaking surprised by the time we got back to the truck uh, when I was dragging Taylor with a with freaking drooling and a freaking essentially a freaking straight jacket uh, he wasn't freaking thrilled but um, but I, I was able well he wasn't he wasn't unthrilled uh, Doug unfortunately ate one of those freaking cookies too so uh, he was and I, un- I wasn't thrilled I was I was very unthrilled. Yes. Yeah. He was a little freaking under the weather when I found him, so I had to freaking drive, and I was drunk as the freaking Diggins. But we got home with one freaking piece, and it was freaking missing. It was freaking successful. And Doug Jordan made mess of himself in the freaking cab of the truck. So, geez Louise, down on my knees, Doug, you were a sight for sore eyes, and when I saw you, you were a smell for sore nose. So, geez Louise, down on my knees. And it was a great plan. It worked perfectly. When I got back, Sandy Farkas helped cut the straight jacket off of me. Unfortunately, I had no other clothes on, so I was completely nude. And even worse, we were unable to get the leg irons off of my ankles. So I have not been able to wear pants. I have been wearing house dresses since I have been back for the last week because I cannot put pants on with leg irons on to Jordan. And the leg irons on are very stiff, very much like I am underneath this freaking house dress. So, yes, I am free 
No, I am not at Doug's. Doug was, when he came to, ungracious enough not to let me stay at his home. And I had to find a housing situation elsewhere. So... And it is a secret well, location. It is not the Ortego Grill because Larry Brown cannot be trusted. It is not the Wayo Studios because freaking the brass at the studios can't be trusted. And the freaking group home knows where those are. And it is not the graveyard because I cut the, I essentially accidentally killed the owner when I worked there. So I, it's not that there. And geez Louise down on my knees. I can't t- say where it is because they are searching for me. I would just like the tapes to show that, uh, you know, it's a good thing that I, I didn't let you stay with me, A, because it freaking stressed me out too much, and B, because I've already had two visits, the first from the police looking for you, and the second from freaking Ms. Warshbasher and some somebody called the freaking Octagon, who's knocking on my freaking door, looking trying to freaking hunt you down and put you back in the group home. And then freaking Mrs. Malfour apparently is still laid up from the freaking poison. Well, geez, Louise, something needed to be done if there are casualties in war, Doug Jordan. Yeah, and 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 you and you should have seen when these when these freaking when the freaking feds freaking showed up. I I had a freaking I was freaking gazing. I was locking eyes on freaking Doug because he looked like he was about to freaking squeal, and I and I was not about to freaking have that. I, I said, I, and when the freaking when they freaking left, I said, Doug, if you ever if you ever look like you're gonna freaking squeal again. I'm gonna have to freaking take some serious freaking action. He said, "What do you mean? You already freaking poisoned me uh, by feeding me a freaking poison cookie." And I said, "I said, Doug, do not freaking test me." Yeah, I, I just said, this is freaking this is freaking war, Doug, and we need you freaking we need you to get your freaking act together because you were the freaking pawn. You were the freaking number one freaking pawn. You were freaking you are the freaking you are you you are, we need we freaking need you. You're the first guy in the firing line, Doug. You're yeah. the guy that gets shot first. I, I just don't, if this was your plan the whole time and you saw me eat a cookie in the truck, in fact, I said, you do mind if I have one of these? I'm pretty hungry. And you said, oh, no, please go ahead. They're really good cookies. Why wouldn't you freaking stop me if you knew that they were freaking poisoned? Doug, there are freaking, there are freaking uh, facets to this freaking plan that, that you clearly didn't understand and yeah. still don't freaking understand. Uh, there's a lot of freaking ins and outs. There were freaking, uh, there were freaking hoops to freaking jump through freaking metaphorical and freaking literal freaking hoops, Doug. And I freaking, and I freaking jumped through every damn near every single one of them and pulled off one of the greatest freaking missions that we've ever freaking had in our freaking lives. And I'm sorry. I didn't, I couldn't freaking keep track of whether or not you're freaking stuff in your face. Uh, you know, I, uh, I mean, it's not really my freaking place to tell you don't, don't touch the freaking cookies. You know, imagine if, Imagine you with a freaking sack full of freaking chips, and I would say, "No, Doug, don't, don't freaking, don't eat any more freaking chips. You might freaking bite my freaking head off." Yeah, yeah. You, you tend to get very angry when you don't eat. So, you you literally could have said, "You know, you shouldn't eat those. I, I, they're they're for somebody else." And I would have said, "Oh yeah, no, no problem. I, I don't want to eat these cookies." And that and that could have been all the explanation that you gave me. Instead, I freaking. Ended up sitting in a freaking pile of mud while you had to freaking drive the freaking truck home. Yeah, yeah, and a freaking and a freaking stinky pile of mud it was. My goodness, I mean, you should have seen this Uyghurs and Uyghurs. The man was freaking evacuating at both freaking ends. Uh, it was it was a freaking sight for freaking sore eyes and a freaking sore smell for um, my freaking uh, nose. Yeah. Well, 
God bless you both for doing so. I wanted to ask Sandy Vargas about his week, and geez Louise, down on my knees without further ado, how you doing, how you been, how are you, God bless you, and how was your week? Jeez Louise, uh, thank you for the freaking blessing. He's a freaking Dickens, uh, drunk, and I'm freaking drunk. Uh, my freaking week, uh, it was wild. Uh, I haven't freaking felt so freaking alive, uh, um, well, since the last freaking Radio War, I suppose. Uh, it was, it was, it was great to have us all freaking together, working together, uh, you know, all, all these freaking parts of the greater freaking machine, firing on all freaking cylinders, freaking getting through this. Uh, and, and it was, it was, uh, oh, quite a freaking rush. And now I'm on to the freaking next phase. This is, this is freaking something that I freaking, uh, coined the, the freaking, freaking master plan. And things are so freaking pre- preliminary and pre- preliminary. Jeez Louise. Things are so freaking preliminary at this point that I really shouldn't even be freaking discussing it. But, uh, Tadia Richer, uh, he is, uh, doing a little bit of freaking reconnaissance. <clears throat> Jeez, I'm freaking wheeze. I'm doing a little bit of freaking reconnaissance. And, uh, well, we'll just, we'll probably freaking get into that freaking, uh, as the freaking weeks go by. And God bless you for for getting Tadia in tow. Now, the one thing that I want to know, now that Tadia is out on the prowl, working on your master plan, Sandy Vargas, is where is Marvel Givens? Because last I heard, he was not parked out front of Doug Jordan's house. Now, Marvel freaking, Marvel freaking zipped out of there as soon as the freaking Fed showed up. When they when they came and knocking, he's I, I saw him freaking I saw him blast his way and freaking freaking car freaking backfired and freaking sputtered out the freaking down the freaking street. Marvel is whereabouts freaking unknown, and we need to get to the freaking bottom of that immediately because he's still after freaking one of us. Yeah, it makes me very nervous. Marvel Givens is a well, he is a bounty hunter. He is a private sleuth. He is also a dealer of his own brand of justice, and that brand of justice exists only in his mind. It is a force to be reckoned with, much like the weather, a tornado. He would be more of like a monsoon or something very big and wide, like a tidal wave. Filled a tidal wave of cows, Doug Jordan. I don't know. So... I just want to say this. My week was excellent because God bless me and my freedom. Although I am free, I am also holed up in a castle of my own making. And I cannot tell Uyghurs and Tweakers where I am, but I am in a friend of the show's domicile. And let me tell you here, the food at this domicile is very unusual and exotic. And it is made with spices from far and wide and they basically leave my rear end far and wide after I eat them because geez louise down on my knees my stomach does not agree with this type of cooking and I have never had it before the spices and unfortunately this man only has one bathroom and I have spent the majority of my time in it so but my gracious host is keeping me safe, and that is all that matters. So, either way, 
Uyghurs, Tweegers, Thrill Freaking Seekers, we've got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking Our Week's news and discussions. But before we get to that, with the Our Week mailbox filled to the brim with letters from devoted Weekers, Tweakers, and Mayotards, Our Week staffers, aka Givney Morgan, have been tasked with compiling a list of the most frequently asked questions. Do you know what Tweakers and Mayotards ask me the most? Uh, are you asking? Uh, what, what, you what? asking that? What is? What's going on? They here? say Taylor, you're so good at talking. Is there a way I can learn to have a real good conversation just like you? Well, asking you shall receive. We here at Our Week in Review would like to draw on years of chit-chat expertise to help answer a question straight from the Our Week mailbox with a segment called Our Week's Guide to Conversation. So. Jeez Louise, down on my knees. This is from social skills expert David A. Min. No, I was going to say Minion. Morin. David A. Morin. So, Jeez Louise, down on my knees. What we're going to do, we're going to do a little role playing to liven, enliven the experience of a actual conversation. And, Jeez Louise, down on my knees, we're going to go through these different steps that you can use to make yourself a better conversationalist. Number one, Doug Jordan, is to ask open-ended questions. So close-ended questions allow for only two answers. Yes, no, good, bad. But they would an example would be, how are you today? Fine. See, yeah, no, thank you. Great. Yep, that would be how a are you? closed Doug stop. That would be a closed-ended question. How many are you? Is a closed-ended question. Is the Dickens would be the only answer. Hey, that actually only has one answer. So, open-ended questions encourage long answers. Instead of saying something like "How are you today?", you should say "What have you been up to today?". So, Doug Jordan, I want you to ask Sandy Farkas an open-ended question. Um. Okay. Uh, Sandy, uh, what have you been up to today? Well, Doug, um, I mean, if you don't, I mean, that's really none of your freaking business. And Sandy, yeah. ask Doug an open-ended question. And Doug, please answer. Um, all right. My first first thing that comes to mind is where do you get off? I well, I just uh, he told me to ask you the open-ended question, so I answered it. I asked you the what What have you been up to today? And so, now answer his. What 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 answer where, is what? Where the hell do you get off? That was my answer. My answer was I I was doing what I was asked to do. And what and follow up question would be what's wrong with you? I don't think anything's wrong with me. I, I I'm just I'm just trying to be a good uh, a helpful part of the show. Well, Sandy Fargus just jumped ahead to number two. Very good, Sandy. Which is ask uh-huh. follow up questions. Now number three would be to imagine the other person's timeline. So to get a good conversation going, visualize a timeline. Your goal is to fill in the blanks. Sandy, vis- why don't you try visualizing Doug Jordan's timeline? Um, uh, I mean, do, do you want me to talk through that, or because I'm, I guess I'm, I'm guess I'm visualizing. I don't know what that really freaking means. What am I visualizing? I will a give timeline an example. I am seeing Doug Jordan, a baby, breastfeeding, wife, busty, blonde, beautiful, mother, busty, blonde, beautiful, and he is filling with milk, so much so that it is coming out of the other end, 
but he will not stop drinking. He is gluttonous, a child, his father, jealous, watching from the distance. The family growing apart due to Doug Jordan's insistence on being in between the two of them. Now he grows. He's five. He's still breastfeeding. Six, breastfeeding. Seven, still breastfeeding. He's 13 years old. Guess what he's doing? He's breastfeeding. And his father has long gone, moved on. Now the child is the man of the house, and yet he is still breastfeeding. Yeah. Okay, I get, now I get what you're... Okay, I'm getting this. So, now the Wait, child... Is, I, now I'm not Doug, getting this. Doug, Why Doug, am I... Robbie, a, Doug, stop. Okay. Now okay. the child becomes his own freaking father. And and and, and he's, has, he's breastfeeding from his freaking mother, who is now becoming his freaking wife. And the breastfeeding stops... The, the breasts finally stop freaking creating freaking milk or freaking serum, if you will. And they and it begins and it begins to create freaking love. And before they know it, the, the baby uh, has grown to make love to his freaking wife. Am I? Am I? I'm, and 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 as the freaking timeline freaking continues, they begin to go. They grow older. They grow freaking. They they wither. Still breasts. Still freaking love making. And until eventually one day a freaking new baby is born, and that baby has now become the son of the father who was the baby. And now he is. And then he begins to breastfeed from the wife, and he is draining all the freaking milk because the milk has come back. But this. But now the freaking original man baby father who became his own son is watching and he withers and watches until he goes away and he becomes obsessed with building a shed with cooking a barbecue with his garage I, you, I'm gonna. You guys lost me here. I don't understand how the timeline of my life was. I was a father that was also a baby that was breastfeeding until I, I'm now this age. And, but I married my wife and then had a kid with married my mother who happens to be my wife, and then I had a kid with my. I just, I just I, that's not my timeline. That's I don't think that's what how this works. But Doug, what are we doing right now? We're talking about it. We're conversing. We're discussing, and we're finding out more about you. We have one theory about you, probably correct. You have maybe some sort of denial going on in your brain about your upbringing and the leverage that you put and strain you put on your own family and how this your son that you have now is putting a strain on the family that you have built in that loss of your original family. Yeah, but I didn't. Bre- I'm not still currently breastfeeding. Well, that's Doug, I mean, Doug, Doug, the the whole thing is that this is. I mean, this is a freaking open-ended freaking uh, conversation. You know, I mean, and 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 sometimes you gotta freaking speak in freaking metaphors, and and because then because then yeah. you start thinking about it, you start freaking processing what you're hearing, and you start thinking about what 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 does this really freaking mean? Obviously, Doug, you didn't freaking. I mean, th- th- that was a freaking metaphor, you freaking idiot. Obviously. That wasn't. We don't think that's actually what happened in your life. I don't. I don't think that you married your your freaking mother and turned into your own father's son. Yeah, but if you had, Doug, number four, I would be genuinely interested, which is what number four is. So, if you're having a conversation and you're explaining how your childhood was filled with breastfeeding until you were 13, I would say, Good Lord, Doug Jordan, that is shocking. Disturbing, even, and, and, and above all, freaking fascinating. How could how could the freaking how could your mother continue to produce milk? The milk should have gone away a long time ago. 
And then you would maybe mention, well, I'll be honest with you, the milk did stop, but I didn't stop freaking sucking. And it maybe became, maybe it was water by the end. I mean, what did it taste like? It was that sort of thing. So genuine interest. Number five is... Wait, wait, hold on. This isn't an open-ended conversation because you guys are just talking and I'm not allowed to respond to anything that, that you're saying. Well, because we can tell you, you, you mean, Doug, okay, here's a question. Are you genuinely freaking interested in this freaking segment? It, 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 no, I'm not genuinely interested in this segment. I'm, well, if anything, I'm genuinely annoyed at this segment right now because I can't get a freaking word in. Well, right. that's the and problem. You're not, you're not following the freaking the freaking rubric here. These are freaking steps for, to how to have a good freaking conversation, and you are not freaking abiding by these freaking rules and freaking because i'm not having a conversation you guys are just freaking you guys are just talking about this story that's that's a non-truth that i was breastfeeding until i was 13 and, and became which my own I've father said a freaking, which i've said is a metaphor doug and i'm and i don't want to have to repeat what is myself. the metaphor here what is the what is the metaphor then if doug, that's, that's metaphor? up that's up to you to freaking think about i mean what it could be a metaphor and mean something to me doug i mean you need to what does it mean to you it means to you it's what is it? about jealousy, Doug, and it's about the tragedy of life, I guess. Yeah, not maybe maybe, maybe to me it means freaking not 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 fully freaking uh, ending up where you thought you were gonna freaking end up, Doug. I mean, why am I freaking telling you this? Yeah. Why are we even talking? Why can't we talk about what your freaking metaphors? Let's move on to the next. I am step. trying to move to the next step. Thank you, Doug. Uh, find mutual interest to talk about. If you want to get past small talk, you must find something that is mutually interesting. Doug, you're so upset about this whole segment. Why don't you find something mutually interesting other than breast milk and breastfeeding that we can talk about in this segment, please? Um, okay. What, what? Not so easy, is it? I can I talk about a lot of things. Uh, how, how have you felt about the weather lately here? That's small talk. Weather is small talk. Find something mutually interesting. No, because I can, I, can, I can answer that question with a yes or no. How do I feel about the freaking weather lately? No. Great. That's not an answer. You just don't say, you don't say no. You, you usually have an opinion well, about it. Let's try it. Go ahead and ask me the freaking weather question. No, because I know that you're just going to say no to try and prove a point, but it's not a freaking point. Not necessarily. Okay. How do you feel about the weather lately? No. Yeah, that's exactly what I said was going to happen. Yeah, well, and you did it anyway, so what does that say about you? Now we're talking. That's my freaking question. What does that say about freaking you? Yeah. What does that say about you, Doug Jordan? It says a lot about you. It says that you are a willing pawn in the game, and you have great value at that. But yeah, you, I don't. It hurts my feelings. Well, well, here, here, okay. And we're not trying, Doug. That's the last freaking thing I want to do. Doug, that is the last that's, freaking thing. I that is not true. That is a non-truth. That is not the last thing that you want to do. That is the first thing that you guys want to do every freaking week that I'm on this show. Well, and living with me in my house. That's the first thing you want to do all the time. Well, um, Doug, I mean, maybe the freaking, maybe the freaking, I mean, maybe the freaking mutual freaking interest here, Doug, is freaking, is, 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 is not that. I mean, the mutual interest here is, is freaking respect. Um, your wife. Freaking, and, and, well, and certainly your freaking wife. And if I'm being honest with her, her freaking, her freaking busty, freaking, um, Billowy freaking uh, well, her freaking breast, Doug. And that's not that's not respectful to my wife to be talking about her like that on the radio every week, and it's not respectful to her, and it's not respectful to me because because she's my freaking yeah. wife. And you're absolutely right about you that. Are, yeah. yeah, God, God bless her. Respectful at all, and God bless her. She is. God did bless her. Uh, yeah, God bless her. All right, he keeps freaking blessing her, and freaking blesses me every day when I freaking wake up and get to freaking, well, 
and I get to freaking thinking, and when I get to, and when I, and he blessed me with a freaking, with having, having the blood flow back to my freaking, you know what, so I can freaking lie in there and freaking my pleasure, my mate, that's a freaking mutual interest I believe we all have, right? Freaking blame on ourselves. It's a freaking big one. Yeah. Yep. And number six is use the Ford rule. Family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. These are safe topics to discuss. So let's start with family. Doug's wife. Occupation. I don't know what she does. Recreation. Playing with myself. And dreams. Dreaming about your wife. Yeah. Probably playing with myself. Family, family would be freaking Doug's wife. Occupation. Okay, wait, I get the does. point. I, no I understand job. what you're doing. Recreation. Well, I would say freaking play yeah. with myself, and my freaking dreams are freaking wet. I mean, if you know what I mean. But that's not what this means. This means you you would ask questions about these certain things. You wouldn't you wouldn't come up to somebody and say, "Oh, I'm t- thinking about playing with myself to your wife right now." That and that's a dream that I'm having. You would you would I would ask a question like Taylor, why did your parents end up freaking leaving you behind to live in a freaking empty in, in an empty home, right? And then I'd say, how did you lose your occupation working at the freaking graveyard by cutting off that man's toes? How, how could you do something so stupid? And then for recreation, why do you play with yourself constantly? And finally, dreams. What dreams do you freaking have except for, I don't know, breaking out of a, a nursing home and, and going after a radio host that, that there's no war against? Well, Doug, that is harsh. That is... I don't know if I even want to talk about any of that. That's harsh. What I just said is harsh. When when the the, the two of you have been talking about freaking c-ing yourself to my wife this whole freaking time, I don't think harsh. said. I don't think anybody said freaking c-ing themselves. I thought it, record, but it I don't think anyone said freaking c-ing themselves. Yeah, not yet. We didn't at not least. Today. And part of part of part of having a freaking conversation is is freaking listening. And it doesn't sound like you're doing a very good job of listening because I never once said anything about freaking myself. Yeah. For here and look, well, I, I can do it too. Freaking family for me, freaking, uh, freaking dad, freaking got off my freaking finger and freaking ruined, bring my freaking ruined my freaking life, pulled out a freaking molar of mine and freaking ruined my freaking life after I went all the way out to get him out of freaking prison in freaking Mexico. Completely freaking ruined, almost ruined my freaking whole freaking life. Occupation. I haven't had a, haven't been freaking employed in in for God knows how freaking long. Had a great job out in Seattle, doing doing freaking great. Sooner or later, freaking blew the whole thing. Really freaking screwed the pooch. Uh, recreation, playing on myself. Um, and dreams. I, basically, I don't feel like I, I haven't had a freaking. I mean, one time I had a freaking dream where an old man you know, with a beard had a scepter and he told me to build build freaking something. And when I did, it just ended up freaking putting some guy in the hospital. And, Gaston, yeah. Yeah, I guessed on, and I had made love to his wife, so. All is fair in love and war, Doug Jordan, so. And these are, and these are just, these are freaking safe topics to discuss. Yeah. Use the fourth rule. The, number seven, avoid coming on too strong. So, geez Louise, down on my knees. If you come on too strong, people may see you as needy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I so, agree. That one, yeah, goes without saying. You don't want to come on too strong, so. All right, uh, and uh, yeah, people are gonna maybe do that. People might end up thinking that you're needy, so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the last thing you want to do is you want to avoid coming on too strong because then people will probably see you as being a little bit too needy. And number eight, practice being okay with silence. Well, they all seem to be pretty good at that one. Um, you know, 
must, you know, in, 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 a, in a freaking scenario where I, I, I can sue this this helping because I, I can imagine in, in a, if I if if I were let's say at a freaking barbecue at a freaking dinner party and I were to say you know I would say oh I propose a freaking toast and I would say to Doug's freaking wife and and everything the freaking God has freaking blessed blessed her with I might be free that might be freaking met with freaking silence for a moment before someone were to freaking respond and, and you have to be freaking okay with that freaking silence yeah you gotta just let it marinate Doug Jordan like a nice breast of chicken yeah I think that's not the right silence you have to be okay with I think that usually if there's a silence there it's because people are uncomfortable by the statement that you just made maybe they're just letting it marinate so number nine return to a previous topic I would go probably likely go back to the breast milk baby thing um number 10 stay well informed this means talk about things that are in the news uh, modern uh, news things off maybe come up with a news and discussing segment if you know just carry it around in your pocket so you have things to talk about like we do on this so yeah it's good uh, yeah uh, and doing this freaking show and doing freaking radio for the freaking uh, past freaking whole bunch of freaking years uh, it has definitely freaking helped him keep me freaking informed and that's why I freaking do so yeah. well in freaking conversation because I will say oh well I you know well here did you know did you hear about freaking this and they go oh my goodness I didn't freaking know about that how did you do that and I go well I have a freaking radio show so if you have a, if you have a chance to get your own freaking radio show I would recommend doing that because it makes it, it makes it really easy to have freaking conversations yeah I go up to somebody in the grocery store. I say, oh, my God, you think you're fat. Look at Jonah Hill. He has ballooned over this yeah. freaking during this pandemic. So number 11, say whatever is on your mind. I think we've all done that. That one's easy to do. Number 12, ask for advice or a recommendation. Doug Jordan, how do you recommend Sandy Fargus goes about playing with himself tonight? Maybe, maybe do you, could you recommend a DVD porno? No, no, I don't have any DVD porno recommendations off the top of my head. I don't. Do you, do you have any advice as to where to seek out a freaking DVD porno? To the, the porn, the porn store. Porno store, porno store. All right. Yeah. Well, Weakers and tweakers can write that down. And I'm going to go ahead and ask a uh, follow-up question. Uh, what, uh, where, what, do you know of any specific? Which, which what is your favorite porno store? Which one do you, which one of these porno stores do you frequent? I, I don't think I've used a porno store right. since the you're internet. Coming on, you're coming on a little freaking strong, and I'm starting to wonder if you might be a little bit freaking needy. Well, or maybe you're coming on too strong asking about freaking porno stores and I think well, you're a little bit needy for porn well if you were freaking if you were freaking well informed you would know that freaking uh, porno is completely freaking acceptable yeah it's legal Doug Jordan most of it at least Jeez Louise and number 13 the last one make and test assumptions ask yourself what does this interest of theirs suggest about them what else might they like or enjoy? So I think Sandy Fargus was hinting at this. If Doug Jordan spent the first 13 years of his life enjoying the breast milk from his mother and then in doing so rooted out his father who fled, maybe created another family somewhere else, what does that say about Doug? And I think Sandy was right. It says Doug will start his own family, but 
in a he is almost like uh, Sisyphus or or um, or As- Asbaris, or the the one that rolls the rock up the hill only to get to the top and find there's more hill above. So my father didn't leave. My my parents are still married, and my father didn't leave because of breast milk or whatever you're saying. Hmm. All right. Well. So that's not a good assumption. So sorry, your assumption fails. Well, this, at least we're talking. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call and join in the conversation, call 513 914 6201. That's the Our Week Freaking Hotline. Tell us what we're doing right, tell us what we're doing wrong. We might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, a mentally disabled patient from Longmont Assisted Living Facility and Mental Health Care went missing after a bout of food poisoning left faculty and staff incapacitated for several hours. Hours, according to Rochester One Media. While the patient, whose name has not been released to the public, is not considered dangerous, he has been remanded to the state-funded facilities care after a court order. Quote, We do not believe our missing resident is capable of danger to anyone other than himself, Longmont President Jamie Lockmeyers said. We are currently working with local law enforcement and fire departments to return the patient to our care. All faculty and staff have since recovered from rampant foodborne illness that wrecked havoc on the workers at Longmont Assisted Living. According to Lockmeyer, poorly prepared cookies were likely the source of the outbreak. So, geez Louise, down on my knees, this one's about me. I gotta tell you, I got the scoop on this one. So does Sandy and so does Doug. Sandy orchestrated. Doug facilitated. Willingly. And we basically discussed this whole one already, but I felt a little bit proud of myself to be in the limelight. And so I had to read this one. Yeah, this is a freaking huge honor to be freaking written up uh, about in this freaking way. Uh, it it uh, it's 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 funny, you know, that they didn't freaking mention the freaking name of the freaking patient. Um, I know it's freaking Taylor Lofton. Uh, uh, I was because I I know that because I was a freaking huge part of this. Then uh, they mentioned I do like also the mention of the freaking poorly prepared cookies. The cookies were prepared exactly the way they were supposed to be freaking prepared. Uh, so that is that is got a little bit of freaking humor into it in it to me. Uh, but yeah, hugely freaking enjoyed this freaking story uh, and and absolutely uh, thrilled to be a freaking part of it. The only thing I didn't like is they said I was mentally disabled. That I don't necessarily agree with. I wear a helmet, you know, but. That's because of a fall. I can't crack my cranium again. Otherwise, I might go into a coma and never wake up, Doug Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, for the tapes, I just want to say I I did not do this willingly. I was unwilling to me. And and, uh, it's kind of been a a huge stressor in my life because my truck was on the tape, uh, you know, pulling up outside. So luckily they don't have anything else other than that but you know the police are are coming on the door freaking the octagons coming by my house trying to freaking hunt you down or whatever he's trying to do so i'm a little freaking freaked out about this to be kind of honest with you yeah i next time the octagon comes to your house give him a message for me tell him he can go himself i mean doug i mean what mean 
I mean, don't you realize what, what this is? I mean, Doug, this, I mean, this freaking solidifies it. This freaking war is freaking real. They're freaking writing about us in the freaking papers, Doug. They are trying to, I mean, they, they, everybody's freaking working. All these guys are freaking working together against us. They're freaking fighting us. They got, they're putting up their freaking dukes. I mean, Doug, this is, this is, this is, I mean, this, this makes it freaking real. Don't you, don't you freaking, can't you freaking see that? You don't think Dawson had this plan from day one, Doug Jordan? Evan Dawson had this play. How did he have this plan from day one? Okay, well, if I knew how it was planned, I, we would have stopped it, Doug. Yeah, I mean, but don't, don't you see that? I mean, this is this just freaking. I mean, this article alone. I mean, the the reason why they, you know, the, the 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 fact that they don't freaking mention freaking Taylor by name is a freaking ins. I mean, that's a freaking insult. That's a freaking jab. That was freaking. That was freaking. That's freaking Dawson. He says we don't need. We don't want. We don't need this guy freaking having his name out there. We don't want this freaking name in the freaking article. Yeah, I wrote into the paper and told him that my name. I said if you need, to, it was me. I emailed him so. Hopefully they'll correct that on the next issue. Last week, a Cape Cod fisherman survived being swallowed by a whale while diving for lobster, according to the Boston Herald. Michael Packard, a 56-year-old sea captain, was checking lobster traps near his hometown Prince Provincetown. After diving into the ocean to locate a trap, Packard was gulped up by a passing humpback whale. Quote, a humpback whale tried to eat me, Packard said. I realized I'm in a whale's mouth and he's trying to swallow me. I thought to myself, hey, this is it. I'm going to die. According to marine mammal expert Peter Corcoran of the New England Aquarium, humpback whales don't eat people because they are, quote, gulp feeders. Sometimes they scoop things up unintentionally. Quote, they slurp as much as they can and then swallow it down, Corker and said. Packard, who has recovered from any injuries, has since returned home. So, Jesus is down on my knees. This guy got swallowed by a whale. And these and whales are known for swallowing, slurping and swallowing. They're gulp animals, Doug Jordan. And I know that gets you probably a little more excited than the rest of us. But I was thinking, this reminds me of a tale. A man named Jonah. And Jonah is a whale. Jonah Hill, Doug Jordan. Yeah, I know what you're doing. And Jonah Hill swallowed a fly. We don't know why. Perhaps she'll die. And to swallow that fly, Jonah swallowed a frog to eat the fly. And then a cat to eat the frog, and then a dog to eat the cat, and then a rat to eat the dog, and then a mouse to eat the rat, and then a, and then it goes all the way up to an elephant or something. And Jonah Hill is still alive today. Yeah. But perhaps someday he will die. Jonah the whale. Ever heard of it? Children's book. I, w- I was thinking of Pinocchio with, with the donkeys playing poker. Yeah, I like I like I like when 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 uh, they get stuck in the freaking whale and they find Geppetto and they go and they just go oh he introduces him he goes oh well then, then this is my freaking boyfriend and he pulls up a little freaking a little puppet and we go oh Jesus Louise uh, this is your boyfriend and he goes yeah well go ahead say it. go ahead and say hello. And everyone's like, well, geez, Louise, this is a freaking doll. And he goes, oh, no, no, this is freaking Pinocchio. This is my freaking boyfriend. 
And you can see the fear in Pinocchio's eyes. He yeah, has painted right on there. He did it himself. Horrific, Doug Jordan. Well, geez, Louise. Last week, pastry giant Hostess announced a new addition to their sweet-baked lineup, according to Brand Eating. Hostess Muffin Sticks is the brand's latest pastry to hit the shelves. Inspired by a surge in morning snacking, Hostess Muffin Sticks launched two new flavors, blueberry and chocolate chip, into the -the on-the-go breakfast orbit. The mushy new breakfast snacks come in single-serve packs of three sticks, 18-count club packs, six packs of three, and 32-count boxes, 16 packs of two. So, Jeeves always down on my knees. Doug Jordan, why don't you take it to the sports desk um okay uh not very prepared but uh i'll take it to the sports desk um hi this is doug uh my name is mike doug jordan and i'm going to talk to you about um sports and uh sports desk. well i'm going to talk to you about hostess but the segment is called sports desk that i am introducing so Hostess has a new brand of uh, treat coming out. Uh, it's a muffin stick is what they're called. And um, Hostess went, went bankrupt in, I want to say, 2012. And then uh, they came back. And now they have uh, muffin sticks coming out and blueberry and uh, chocolate chip. And so you're saying, Doug, you think this is going to rise them from the depths? It's going to be their new flagship pastry? You think if the Twinkie can't do it, you think these muffin sticks are going to change the name of the game? I'm just, uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, I, I'm interested in maybe trying them out. but I mean, you know. and, 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 and. And, and if they're if this is supposed to say freaking hostess, I mean they're gonna have to sell a lot of these things. I mean, and and how, how are they even freaking selling them? I mean, how, what are what are the freaking quantities here? What what are the? Uh... It looks like it's a package of of uh, there's three sticks in a pack. In a single serving or? No, in one plastic wrap package is three sticks. Is that a single serving or? Yeah, I mean one package is like about three sticks. It looks like. Wait, what is a freaking package? What is what is that? It's a pack. I misspoke. It's a package. Oh, I can see. Oh, here I can see the nutrition facts right here. Uh, one serving is yep, yep. It's three sticks, three pieces. What do you got for calorie count? Calories, uh, three hundred and forty calories. Oh, that's freaking per serving. That's nothing. Yeah, per three pieces. There's yeah. three. Pe- it looks like there's three sticks in a in one package. So that's and one. And that serving. is the freaking serving size. Is three sticks. They don't break it down. I mean, one stick is uh, is a serving size. No, uh-huh. three sticks is a serving. So if you take that if, and divide it by three, that will be one stick. Doug Jordan, let me ask you a open-ended question. Do they look like sticks? They look like little little loafs. Like maybe a little loaf's, uh, yeah, I would say like a little loaf of bread or something. Like a little loaf, uh, like a little loaf stick or. It's like more of a, uh, yeah, I would say probably more of a little loaf than a than a stick. I think I would I would consider a stick to be uh, skinnier. Yeah, yeah. Than a loaf. That's yeah, that's that's fascinating. I'm freaking I'm genuinely freaking interested in all this. Yeah, all this freaking more. 
Compare it to the size of a Twinkie. What does it look like? Does it look similar to a Twinkie? Dissimilar to a Twinkie? It looks like you cut a, if you cut a Twinkie in half and you put some uh, blueberries in it. So you're saying this thing is half like. the size of a Twinkie? Yeah, but there's three of them per serving. There's, and there's three only in a package. Two and Twinkies in a Twinkie package, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, it looks like if you take a Twinkie package and you and you cut them in half and then you you take one of the halves away and then you put last the other, week a petition urging billionaire jeff bezos to buy and eat the mona lisa gained support across the internet according to fox news currently the mona lisa painted by leonardo da vinci is owned by the french government and on permanent display in the louvre in paris Quote, nobody has eaten the Mona Lisa, and we feel Jeff Bezos needs to take a stand and make this happen. The petition on change.org reads, although Bezos has not indicated desire to eat the painting, he is planning an 11-minute trip to space on his company Blue Origin's first crewed flight scheduled for July 20th. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. I would like to, if I, I mean... I feel like we should start our own petition and see if he'll have sex with a painting first. Because once it's eaten, he can't have sex with it. And she just stares at him, you know, with that sort of half smile, half... You don't know what she's thinking. Mona. Mona Lisa. No? What is... Uh... Oh, go ahead. What was she thinking about, Doug Jordan, Sandy Vargas? Please. I think that it turned out that she wasn't a real uh, a real person. I think that, that it was just a figment of his imagination all along. I think I think that he maybe had a, some sort of a dream about this person, and then and then woke up and and you know he went to the the easel and and he started just started freaking painting. What? Because nobody can prove that that freaking this person is is actually real. Why they? Why is her name Mona Lisa? Have you ever That's seen the movie you... Mona Lisa Smile? No, no, I don't think so. Well, I don't. Neither have I. But I don't know why they called it that when the when the painting never smiles. It's more of a smirk. Yeah, I caught that on freaking TV once, and let me tell you, it made me freaking Mona Lisa frown. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Is that have uh, Tom Hanks in it? That's all you give a shit about, isn't it? Well, I just, it seems like he would be, you know, he was in the Da Vinci Code and, and uh, you know, I just figured he kind of would have some part yeah, of the Mona no. Lisa. He, yeah, he does. He's not in, it is not, it is not in the same, it does not exist in the same universe as the freaking Da Vinci Code. Uh, and freaking Tom Hanks does not make a freaking appearance. Although I didn't freaking watch the whole thing, so maybe I shouldn't freaking... Maybe I shouldn't freaking talk about what I don't freaking know about. Maybe he plays Da Vinci in it. Maybe in Mona Lisa's Smile, it goes back in time and it shows Da Vinci painting the Mona Lisa and then the and then he turns his head slowly and it's Tom Hanks' face. He's got a mustache or something, Doug Jordan. He's got the he's got the biggest floppiest hat you've ever seen. His clothes are all freaking ruffly, but it's freaking Tom Hanks. You go, I know this freaking guy. Why is he dressed like this? He I know this guy played for his gum. Yeah. So Jesus always down my knees. So Tom Hanks is not. I just looked it up. He's not in the Mona Lisa smile. Spoiler alert. What's your Doug Jordan? Let's do one more open ended question. Okay. 
Yeah. How would you feel about Tom Hanks starring as Leonardo da Vinci in the new movie Mona Lisa's Mile 2? Um, well, I could see him playing Weakers, tweakers, well. thrill freaking seekers. This has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot and for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week. <clears throat> I, gotta, I, I could see him playing the character pretty well. You know, just the... What are you talking about? He asked me a question, and then he cut me off, so... Doug, the show is over, and you you missed your chance. If you want, if that's what you wanted to talk about, that was about one. That was about twenty seconds ago, and it's long past. Well, as soon as I started answering it, you started ending the show. So I just wanted to give my answer. I thought maybe you were actually curious, I... and then you realized, oh, oh, we're out of time. I better cut the show short. So I just wanted to jump in there and say I think that Tom Hanks would play Leonardo da Vinci in the new movie called the movie called Mona Lisa's Smile about Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, would be an excellent casting. I gotta tell you, Sandy Vargas, I miss the Dickens out of the Ortego Grill. The food that I have been eating at my savior's house is giving me bubble guts. I don't know. I am... I feel sick all the time, Doug Jordan. I don't know how you eat this mess. I don't know. You just get used to it, I guess. I'm going to the freaking Ortega Grill tonight. Uh, Larry Brown has been freaking calling me nonstop. He's uh, he's really a freaking he's a really freaking mess about this whole thing. Have you been able to pick? Could you pick me up any food? I'm not. I'm not going to be there for night. I mean, you know, I don't think I'm going to be able to freaking do that for you. You know, the kid, uh, my wife and my kid are at my in-laws' house, so I, you know, I don't have, have any plans for dinner. If you want to, maybe go and get a couple beers and maybe a couple appetizers. The shrimp, the shrimp dip, I think, is uh, the special tonight. Could you, could you guys maybe put me on like a speakerphone? I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, then yeah, cops could be listening anybody, at any yeah, point. I don't think it's a good idea, and that's why I don't think I don't think you should come. I don't think I would love to go get freaking dinner. I would love to go grab a free couple free freaking things. Cups are freaking brown, but uh, yeah, Taylor. I mean, I, I think you gotta freaking stay put, and it would just be a freaking pain to freaking get out there and freaking drop something off in a freaking goodie bag. You know, just it would, and we're gonna be freaking drinking, so it wouldn't be freaking. And something. the octagon could be freaking following us at any moment. You know. Doug Jordan is terrified of the octagon. I don't want anything to do with him.